Hi, and welcome to The Booby Girls, a podcast from two friends dedicated to answering the age-old question, which was better, the book or the movie? I'm Rosha. And I'm Hannah. And if you want to hear more from the Booby Girls, we are on Patreon. All you have to do to become a patron is go to patreon.com forward slash the Booby Girls. And this week we are covering everything, everything. Everything, comma, everything. Yes. Don't forget the comma. <laughs> I've titled this one, spoiler alert, the mom is not okay. Oh, I love that. Uh, which we see a little bit in the movie, but during this, she she writes these little reviews and they're called spoiler alert. I like that one. I think that's been your best so uh, in a long time. I wow. Like. Yeah. I know. I You know, my creative juices just got flowing <laughs> on this one. Um, we also have to note that it is Saturday morning. We are mm-hmm. recording. Uh, our schedules have gotten a little wonky. <laughs> so my nose is a little stuffy. I'm still a little tired. It's like 7 a.m. She's still sipping on her coffee. <laughs> yeah. So bear with us here. <laughs> All right, so the book was originally published September 1st, 2015, and it's written by, I always say her name wrong, I think it's Nicola Yoon. Um, Nicola. (laughs) You know that's a Ricola? Okay. (laughs) And it might not be pronounced that way, so I apologize if it's not. Um, It has a Goodreads rating of 4.04 out of 5, and it's 306 pages, and it is a YA, or young adult. very much so. And how many pages did you say it was? 306. Yeah, and but it's like not. <laughs> like I was telling It's Roche, like a picture book. <laughs> I had told Roche that when I had started, I was like, have you started this book yet? And she's like, no. I was like, I bet you finish it in one or two sittings because it's so... Like there's pages where it's just like one sentence yeah. is a page. Yeah, so. I basically... I Once you said that, I was like, okay, I can pretty much take like a hundred pages a day, mm-hmm. which normally I wouldn't finish a hundred pages right. in a day, but it was perfect. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the movie came out in 2017. So not much longer after the book was published, it's a uh, PG 13, which I'm not sure. I guess there's one scene kind yeah. of that makes it like that. It's a drama romance and it's only an hour and 36 minutes long. We love those short movies. <laughs> I know. I like whipped through this one. It's directed by Stella Meggie. Um, she did the movie Photograph and she did a couple episodes of the um, show that we love, Insecure. Ah. Um, it was screenwritten by Jay Mills Goodlow, who um, did To All the Boys I Ever Loved, P.S. I Still Love You. Is so that the second one? That's the second one. Okay. I have not watched the third one I yet, haven't yet so. either. Well, then I started buying the books and I was like, now I feel like I should read the books and then rewatch the movie. Yeah, well, so. yeah. <laughs> Um, So the IMDb synopsis reads, a teenager who spent her whole life confined to her home falls for the boy next door. Uh, The boy falls for the girl next door more (laughs) so, I think. That's fair. I mean, poor her. She has nothing to base it off of. I know. He was very, not aggressive. He was very um, determined in his quest for her love. He was. (laughs) So some fun facts. I didn't have too many, but um, this is the debut novel for the author. Um, She also has another book called The Sun is Also a Star, which Mm. is also a movie. Also. Also, also. Also, also. um, The book covers for both of those are beautiful. Beautiful. Speaking of, um, the illustration illustrations in this book mm-hmm. were actually done by her husband, who is a fellow author, David Yoon. Like inside the book, those yes, ones? Yes, those Got ones. It. Yeah. <clears throat> Which I love. She actually, in her acknowledgements, I know you don't read those. Um, she, <laughs> The very last uh, acknowledgement is for her husband. And the the last that, one? <laughs> well, last but not least, in her favorite. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, she thanks him and, and you know, t- thanks him for loving her and all that. It's super, super cute. Um, Additionally, she also just recently um, co-wrote a book with a few other authors, including Angie Thomas, who is Mm -hmm. the author of The Hate You Give and Mm -hmm. Concrete Rose, um, called Blackout. So it's like, I think, five or six different authors. So it's interesting how they would do that. Yeah, I don't know if they just each take a section um, and do it, but it is releasing next month. So um, I'm sure I'll either... And I'm sure it'll be a movie. Oh, 100%. (laughs) Yeah, I don't definitely know what the concept is, but I'm sure it would be super interesting because there's some big names um, out as in terms of authors so that's it that's all i got and i don't have too much either uh unfortunately it only has a 45 percent on rotten tomatoes what which i was but again i looked at the amazon prime four and a half stars and has like four thousand reviews yeah. so i think rotten tomatoes is just one of those more cynical ones i guess so you those can are take still it. like the public voting though right oh, for I'm sure okay. yeah but i think it's just I mean, I still take, because if Rotten Tomatoes, if it's really good, I'm like, yeah, it must be really good. So I don't know. This is one of those movies you got to kind of take it for what it is. It's a young adult movie. You know, you're not going to, it's not going to be groundbreaking. Let's just (laughs) say that, you know. Uh, The budget was $10 million, which I thought was funny considering it literally has like two scenes, like (laughs) like 
to like places where they do things. Right, right. Um, but it grossed $61 million, which is pretty good for, you know, this genre. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were just talking about the drawings in, in the book. Uh, if you look, all of the diagrams and all the pictures are in the beginning and ending credits um, mm-hmm. of the movie, which I thought was kind of cool really that cute. they included those. Um, the scene in the movie uh, where the astronaut's sitting in the bar stool, we actually do get a picture of that in the book as well, is reference to the very famous 1942 painting Nighthawks um, by the American art, uh, artist uh, Edward Hooper. Or Hooper, Hooper, Hopper, Hopper. Hopper? Have you ever seen that before? I'll have to look it up. But is it called again? The Nighthawks? Yeah. It's like the diner scene. I I had a roommate in college who had a picture of it in her, in her, um, dorm room. Ah, yes. I had a roommate in college who had it in like on our walls. So I I should have known that because in high school I took a humanities class and like, Art was like one of the biggest things that we focused on. Yeah. So I definitely should. I love that. that painting, so I recognized <laughs> yeah. it anyway. But I thought that was kind of cool that they did, again, include that into the movie mm-hmm. as well. Um, Ollie and Maddie do exchange uh, phone numbers in in the movie. Um, they don't really do that in the, in the book. She doesn't even have a phone. I no. think. No. Um, but if the last four digits of the number that he ends up giving her does numerically spell out Ollie in if. In the yeah. old timers. Yeah, the QWERTY <laughs> keyboard yeah. or whatever. <laughs> uh, so the cast, not very many people, but important all the same. Madeline Maddie, she's the main character of this story. She's the one who is sick, who's living in her house, is played by a mall. How do we pronounce Amandala, it? Amandala. Amandala um, Steinberg. We know her from The Hate You Give. She's fabulous. She is fast becoming one of my favorite she's, actors, actresses. She's gorgeous. Yeah. She's a beautiful actress yeah. um we also remember we know her from um the hunger games that's right as rue in the hunger mm-hmm. games um but yeah she just has this like really cool vibe about her right and i love her i buy everything she's selling yeah well and like she has this like ease about her she feels mm-hmm. so confident to me and i mean that could just be her you know acting yeah. but i would think that like she's probably also confident in her life too right and i think we talked about during hate, the hate you give that she's done a lot of activism and stuff mm-hmm. too so props to her yes So Ollie, who is the next door neighbor who falls in love with her, um, (laughs) is played by Nick Robinson. I love him. He's so cute. He is so cute. And he is like every teenage Hannah's dream. You know what I mean? So I'll tell you. So I grew up pretty much from I was two years old to about seventh grade. Across the street was a a boy. Um, same age as me. We grew up together. He ended up moving before high school, but like, I always was like, Oh, is this going to be my boy next door? No, (laughs) he was not. He was my best friend. We still talk. Like I love him as a brother, but it was, it never got further than that's incredible that you guys still talk. Yeah. Or all families are are friends or whatever. Anyways, back. But another reason why I lick, I love, uh, I lick, (laughs) don't lick Nick Robinson. Uh, but I love him is because he was born in Seattle, which is where I was from. He actually went to high school, um, at Seattle prep which is like a he's like it's in downtown seattle it's kind of like more of a prestigious high school Mm -hmm. but freshman year he ended up moving to la to pursue acting which evidently worked Worked out out. (laughs) he's in this movie he's in um the movie love simon love victor he was in that tv special the teacher and he was also in jurassic world um the one thing about ollie in this in this movie is he in the book he he has a shaved head Mm mm-hmm they did not want to. Evidently, they wanted to keep Nick's flowing locks. Well, the and I movie. think it works for him <laughs> for sure. Yeah. So I love him. Um, I heard, I saw that. What was the other one? Um, the Fault in Our Stars. He mm-hmm. was actually like the next one up for that role, but it ended up going to um, what's his name? Ainsley. Ainsley uh, Adams is that his name? No. Ansel, Ansel Ansel Helgort. Yes, or something him. Like that. So yeah, then, yeah. But I could have seen him in that one too. True. So, true. Um, I loved him. I thought he was everything I needed in this story. <laughs> Did he, you love him as much as you love what's his face? Tom Holland? Yeah. I mean, they're pretty par, to be per- perfectly honest with you. And they both look kind of the same. Just one's British. Uh, yeah. I, I, of the two, I think I'm going to have to go with Nick. I mean, yeah, he's taller and a little bit more stockier. But Tom Holland's Spider-Man, so I can't not. So. Fair but enough. I also love these two's chemistry together. Totally. I thought it was perfect because yeah. this could have gone very wrong yeah. in, in many ways. So Pauline is Maddie's mom, is played by Annika Noni Rose. Um, 
I don't know if you've actually seen this movie, but did you recognize her voice from anything? She's a very famous princess. Oh. Yes. Is she the princess and the frog? She is. Oh, yeah, she's okay. She's Tiana in uh, Princess and the Frog, which I thought I was cool. I don't think I've seen that movie. <laughs> it's great. It's, yeah. one of, it's one of the underrated ones. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, she... And, and it was funny when she was talking, I was like, yeah, I can totally hear yeah. I can totally hear it. Um, and then she was also in Little Fires Everywhere. She was, I believe, like... The mom's, the one, the woman that she moved in with in college. Remember when she was like the art teacher? Oh, yeah. Okay, that was okay. that woman. Yeah. So I was trying to remember. I was like, but I think that's who she was. That makes sense. Um, the book actually describes Madeline's mom as Asian. I know. <laughs> Which I thought was She's Japanese in the book. Yeah. So in, um, but in the movie, she's African-American. So mm. not exactly sure. But I wonder if though they, if they um, casted uh, Amandala first. And they were like, she doesn't look Asian at all. So maybe we should just stick with that. I don't but know. But I still didn't, I didn't picture Madeline as looking Asian. She yeah, still had more African-American look in the book, even when I was yeah. reading it. Um, but yeah, I'm actually shocked that they um, casted, um, they didn't cast a Japanese mother, yeah. I guess. Um, but I thought she was good. I, we'll talk about it in a little bit. They didn't delve into this character as much as mm-hmm. I wanted them to. Um, but she did. I thought she did a great job. Yeah. In it. Last character is Carla. She is the nurse slash caretaker of Maddie in this story is played by Anna De La Regaria. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. <laughs> um, she's been in some hard hitting films like Nacho Libre and Cowboys <laughs> and Aliens. Um, she is from Mexico. So she's been in a lot of, um, you know, uh, different yeah. types of movies or whatever. So, but those are the two. <laughs> that I recognize that were actually in America that were seen in America she's super pretty um, and I really liked her like playing this character Mm -hmm. obviously there's still a lot more depth to her in the book but I think for the most part she did a good job of like having that relationship with Maddie she was a little younger than I thought she was gonna be I don't know why. She yeah. just looked younger to me. Well, she also didn't look like she had a full-grown daughter or that right. she could have a full-grown daughter. <laughs> right. That was the only thing but yeah. other than that. Speaking of um, the daughter, they introduced the daughter big time in this ran- movie. Yeah, for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> had no role. Had no, like... She's mentioned in the book, but, like, we never book, see her. But doesn't have any effect on the story in right. the movie either. Well, so. in the movie, she's, like, her be- like one of her closest or her only friend. I'm right. like, that's interesting. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so those are the four main characters characters really in in this story yeah all right time for who said it your first one is me in love would be like being a food critic with no taste buds it would be like being a colorblind painter Mm, that's got to be maddie yes (laughs) next one is do you ever wonder what your life would be like if you could just change one thing Mm. this is a trick question Mm. Why is that a trick question? Because it's said by somebody else in the movie. <laughs> oh. So do I get it right if I get one of them? Sure. Mm. Okay, I'm going to go with Ollie. It's Ollie in the book. Okay. But Maddie says it in the bookstore at the end of the movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. When they changed the ending a little bit. I didn't like. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> Next one. Life is a gift. Don't forget to live it. That's Carla. Yes. I loved that line. Yes. And last one. I've decided baggage carousels are a perfect metaphor for life. Ollie. Yes. <laughs> Those are like my faves from the book. I was like, I was constantly tabbing this book because there's a lot of good like one-liners. Yeah. So. Um, all right, F. Mary Kill. They are age appropriate, so yes, we're going they with are that. 18. <laughs> so your options are Maddie, Ollie, and Carla. Oh man, those are I love them all. I, I don't want to kill any of I know. them. Um. Okay, I am going to. I'm obviously going to marry Ollie because mm-hmm. come on, <laughs> he's very. Uh, Loyal to his women. That's true. <laughs> uh, and, and he stands up for his mom. I know. Very it's really sweet. sweet. Um, and he, his best friend is his sister or right, his favorite person. I'm like, oh, right. come on. Um, I guess I will stay in the house with Carla. Because <laughs> she's she's very nice. Yeah. I feel like she's very caring. <laughs> she's very caring, you know. Um, and then I guess I'll have to kill Maddie, but not because I want to. I know. I pick the same ones. But, like, why did you pick Ollie? Because he's. So Do I need nice. a reason? I mean, there's like a zillion of them. I could go through them all if you'd like. <laughs> Mainly his smile. Uh, and the lips and the hair. It's all there. <laughs> okay, so the movie starts off in Maddie's sunroom. Also, okay, before we even start, the house that she lives in, 
Is it is that like your dream home? Uh, I can pretty much picture you living there. Yeah. It's very clean, very organized, yeah. very monotone. very sterile. <laughs> yeah, very sterile, very <laughs> monotone. So Rocha wants to live in an apartment that's basically a hotel. Literally, what, if I could just doing. actually live in a hotel and yes. have the funds, I would. <laughs> But, like, don't put anybody around me in the rooms right, next to me. Right. I don't want that. Uh, so, yeah. So, the movie opens up in a sunroom, in the sunroom that her mom has created for her to make her feel like she's outside. The The sunroom in the in the movie is kind of like her work area as well. Yeah. It's not so much just, like, a place to, like, Yeah, read. like her computer and stuff. Yeah. Is so, there. it's just, it's very more involved. But she's standing there and she's imagining herself outside uh, of the house and on the beach. So we come to find out that she actually hasn't left the house in 17 years. Um, and that she would die if she left, which is basically the whole premise of the entire mm-hmm. movie right there. She has what's called skid, which is, I should probably know this. Hold please. Ah, here we go. It's so skid S C I D stands for severe combined immunodeficiency, which essentially is a, it's called the Bubble Boy disease. So I don't know if you've ever watched the movie Bubble Boy. I have not, but I know the concept yeah. of it. Uh, but essentially, like, if she goes out and is any in any way contaminated or anything like that, mm. she has, you know, she runs the risk of dying. And the house, is, we found out the house is completely sterilized all the time. Basically, she's living her best COVID life. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah. that's how she was not, if she stayed in that house, you'd never get COVID. Right. Um, but she also has this airlock door, which made me think of the Martian. When he <laughs> oh, had yeah. the airlock door, I was like, this is the airlock door that the Martian needed. Right. Not <laughs> the one that blew podunk up. one that he had. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we find out that she has this disease. She's allergic, basically lead everything and then she talks about how she's in this online support group with all these friends which is not in the book no in the book it's more like her tumblr friends or her like online friends through like you know just meeting regular people but not specifically um her support group what i thought was interesting is because we talked about it earlier they introduce rose's daughter as like her best friend that she's actually you mean a, carla's daughter carla's daughter yeah, yeah. um who did i say rosa that's her name oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um they introduce her as like her best friend she has this like online support group like zoom um she you know it's she seems a little bit more connected to the outside mm-hmm. world than in the book because in the book really she has none of those connections yeah. and then they do have her tutor like her tutor come over a couple times in the book which they don't at all in the right. movie yeah so, they like flip-flop things which is fine because i guess it's no one wants to watch her connect with her tutor i don't know <laughs> but i thought that was interesting that yeah. they, they did that instead uh we do see her room her room's a lot more colorful in the movie than it's described in the book yeah isn't it all white in the book yes. white everything everything white, is yeah. white in the book yeah. so i mean i guess visually <laughs> Not as interesting. Not like Kim Kardashian's house where it's just white. Oh, yeah. Awful. But we see that there's new neighbors moving in, um, which is really everyone's dream. Like if you're, especially if you're a teenager, someone's moving in. You're like, please be a cute boy. Please be a cute boy. And it never is. But in this instance, it is. And we see Ollie for the very first time. Uh, One thing that we don't get of Ollie in the movie is he's just like, parkour guy in, yeah. the, in the book he's really good at um you know all those types of acrobatic like things mm-hmm. it's interesting it's a little bit later in the book but like she shows him how she can handstand and i'm like yeah pretty sure like ollie's supposed to teach you right. but that's well, fine <laughs> and the reason i liked it in the book is because it kind of you get this like um the difference between them two where maddie can't control her body and what's going on and it's kind of a mess mm-hmm. and then you have the complete opposite of ollie who has 1000 percent control of his body yeah. and the way he even moves it uh that i wish that we could have seen it was a good dynamic but maybe my boyfriend nick like just isn't a parkour guy maybe he's just clumsy chances are probably not yeah <laughs> Uh, but we find out that she was really, really sick as a baby, which kind of um, sprang this whole thing. And that her mom is actually a doctor and has done most of her caretaking other than um, her nurse Carla her entire life, mm-hmm. which becomes a very important part of this story. Yes. But it is her 18th birthday. So like we said, she turns 18 in this story. Um, and they have cake. And they play, what is it, phonetics, phonetic, phonetics? Phonetic phonetic Scrabble, Scrabble. spelled not like phonetic. It's spelled phonetically. Yeah, I actually loved this concept because I am a big Scrabble player. Mm, I Um, hate Scrabble. But basically the idea is to spell words, but phonetically. So like you have to like take a second to be like, what is that spelling? And then you get like points based off of that. I thought that was hilarious. I thought it was funny. Yeah, I'm more of a Bananagrams girl. What's that one? You know, it's, it's. 
essentially Scrabble, but you play it separately and oh. you just try to get rid of your tiles as quickly as possible. So like, even if you have like 12, three, three letter words, mm-hmm. as long as you do it quicker. Got it. Um, we'll play it this time. It's really fun. Okay. Um, but what I thought was interesting is in the movie, her mom makes the comment like, are you ever going to let me win? In the book, her mom always wins. Always wins. Yeah. <laughs> so again, not sure <laughs> what the point of that one was. Um, but we do see at this point, they're playing Scrabble. And the doorbell rings, and it's Ollie and his sister Kara are bringing over this bunt cake that their mom. It's a bunt. <laughs> a bunt cake. I always think about um, my big fat Greek yes. wedding. <laughs> bunt, bunt, a bunt. bunt. I love that movie so much. She's like, no, it's a bunt. <laughs> God, I love that movie it's so movie. much. <laughs> Windex. <laughs> she put some Windex on yeah. it. Um, but they, uh, Maddie's mom doesn't can't accept it. And mm. she doesn't tell them why that she can't accept it. But Ollie at this point asks about Matt, like, is your daughter home? Cause at, when they moved in, he saw her in the window. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, she's like, no, my daughter's not home. And is very like shuts the airlock door on them. <laughs> it's very dramatic. Uh, but we see that Ollie's dad, when they walk back over is not a very nice guy. No, they don't, they don't delve in to Ollie's home life not in the at movie all. as much. Yeah. And it was kind of sad about it because it kind of took a big part of Ollie away mm-hmm. in the movie for me. I would agree with that. Um, we kind of just get the fact that Ollie's dad's just not nice. Yeah. You don't well, get the backstory of why and what exactly he does. Well, and even in the book, they do a chapter where they talk about Ollie when he was a kid and mm-hmm. what he experienced and what led to his dad being a, an alcoholic and, you know, being mm-hmm. abusive and things like that. So we definitely miss that. So now we're at... <laughs> now we to even enhance the attraction their rooms have to look directly into each other like <laughs> and they have like the most pristine well i mean she does she has like pristine right. glass windows so it's like everything is visible right maybe that was my problem with the boy across the street for me because he was across the street right so our rooms couldn't look into each other that's why you didn't fall in love <laughs> that's why exactly no i love it. i would never date <laughs> I'm thinking back now. I'm like, no, that would have never worked. Does he listen to this podcast? This would be hilarious. Kyle, no. Uh. But I'll show you. He's very cute. He's still single, which 34 years old and single, you know, but we love him. <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? Um, he's single in a different way that you're single. I'm oh, no, I wasn't this. taking offense. I oh. was trying to stand up for poor Kyle. <laughs> oh, Kyle's just a free spirit, man. Okay. He's a volunteer firefighter. Okay. Just living his best life Good as a for single Kyle. guy. <laughs> You know, it's funny. Um, when I was in elementary school, my friends were convinced that I was going to marry a guy named Kyle. Because 50% of the guys our age are named Kyle. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, there was a really cute boy in my um, fourth and fifth grade class named mm-hmm. Kyle. I had the biggest mm-hmm. crush on him. So they thought we were going to get married eventually. We didn't. Okay. I'll find you a Kyle. <laughs> Three of the six groomsmen in my brother's wedding were named Kyle. Wow. 50% of them. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So yeah. So their, their rooms look into each other. So... Um, they just kind of awkwardly look at each other for like quite a while, <laughs> which I'm like, I was getting awkward. I loved it. Awkward? I was like, yes. I know. Um, but then the next day, this is where we get introduced to Carla, her nurse caretaker, and she's been with her for 15 years. So pretty much Maddie's entire life, mm-hmm. Carla has been basically a second mom to her. And Carla actually gives her a book for for her birthday. Yeah, that was interesting because I'm pretty sure she already had the book in the book. It's one of her favorite books. Right. And every time she's like, oh, you're reading that again? And she's like, well, yeah. She's like, doesn't it make you cry? She's like, yeah, it does. <laughs> and she gives that book to Carla later. Eventually, yeah. So. so I thought that was interesting. I mean, they still incorporated it in some way, but yeah. Was what it is. Also, sure. can we just talk about how cute um, Carla's backpack is? Oh, yeah. I like, I, <laughs> can I somehow find that backpack? Because I really liked it. Uh, so now we're back in Maddie's room. And again, every teenage girl's dream wants a boy to throw rocks at her window. <laughs> just little pings. <laughs> and we see that Ollie's in the window and he has the bunt cake just sitting there. And all of a sudden the bunt cake just falls out the window. <laughs> and then the next night he does the same thing. And he's giving the bunt cake because it's down on the ground. He brought it back up and gave it meds. Mm-hmm. He's bringing it back to life. And yeah. then the He's, next... He uh, sends a prayer. Yeah, the next night <laughs> he puts an IV in it and then, you know, dresses as a priest and gives it its last rites. Um, so we... Because come to find out in the book, his mom is a terrible baker, but yeah. she... This bunt cake is like indestructible, basically. Well, she insists on any time they move anywhere, like this is her peace offering. Yes. <laughs> so... Um, but at this point, Ollie ends up writing his window... Or his number on the window which he does with ease backwards yeah i was like i could never do that (laughs) that was wild but this is a difference between the book and the movie because like we said they don't have phones in 
in the book, really. She doesn't. She's not allowed to have a phone. So then they exchange emails and then they, like, IM each other, yeah. essentially. Which I'm like, this this book was in 20, 2005, right? Oh, I thought it was 15. I'm sorry, 2015. So I guess IM was still a thing? No, it was not. Okay, I didn't think so. That was a year before <laughs> I moved here. I didn't think <laughs> that so. Was not Maybe it was thing. like Google IM through your email. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, know. I'm not exactly sure why they... Why they she would write that in the book. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe, I, I guess, no, because I was going to say maybe it's easier to write that, but it's just the same on right. text. So who knows? Um, but Maddie, I, I let, so let me ask you the question. Did you like how they did the conversations in the movie? Yes. Me too. I'm glad <laughs> we did. So in the book, we basically, we get, just get the dialogue of them talking back and forth through these instant mm-hmm. messages. In the movie... They actually bring these conversations to life face to face, like in these like dream worlds because Maddie, it takes these architecture classes. Mm -hmm. So she has these like models that she's made. So basically they bring these models to life visually and they have them sitting together in these models face to face having their conversations. Yeah. I'm really glad they did that because I mean, it's really hard to kind of bring text to life on Mm -hmm. a screen. So I thought they did a really good job and I loved how they added this like additional piece so in all of her model homes she puts an astronaut mm-hmm. in um in one of the rooms and they actually brought the astronaut yeah. to life too which i thought was i love really when he's cute. trying to drink the milkshake and he just keeps hitting the, <laughs> his helmet with yeah. it but i also think it really helped with the chemistry between those two mm-hmm. that you actually got to see them talking yes uh, you know together quite a bit um but during their first conversation so they're in this diner that in that picture that we were talking about in this model that she made. Um, and one of the things that they do quite a bit, actually in the book more so they play fast five mm. where he goes, book, word, color, vice person. What are your favorites? Go now. Are you about to ask? Yeah. Me? Oh, tell God. me. Okay. So okay. book, go. Great Gatsby. Okay. Word. Best favorite word. Yes. Oh God. Um, <laughs> I don't have a favorite word. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Come back to that. Color. Pink. Vice. <laughs> Book buying. Okay. <laughs> person. Favorite person? My mom. Word. I have no idea. Do you? Hippopotamus. Oh my god. Okay, let's go. Let's go with you. So, uh, favorite book? Oh, um, uh. Oh my gosh. Any Jodi Picoult book. Okay, <laughs> we'll that's fair. That. Oh, fun fact. Mm-hmm. I learned that it's not Picoult. It's Piku. No, it's not. It's, it's Jodi Picoult. Oh, my God. I will show you a video <laughs> later. It's Pico. Or Pico or Piku? My my life has been a lie. It's Jodi Picoult. <laughs> I can't wait to show you. Anyway. Um, so word, you said hippopotamus. Uh-huh. Um, color? Purple. Vice? Wine, drinking, any alcohol. <laughs> alcohol. That's fair. Um, in person? Uh, my mom. Yeah. Or my niece, my nephew. He's pretty great. His name is Ollie, too. <laughs> that is cute. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have a favorite word. I don't know. What do I say a lot? Ugh. <laughs> That's your favorite word. <laughs> Ew. I love that. Um, but so, after, so during this conversation, they do talk about how her dad died, um, that there was a car accident right after she was born where her brother and her dad actually died. They don't talk about it much more than that at this point in the movie. In the book, we find out like there was a big settlement and that's how mm-hmm. they have this crazy house. Yeah. Um, and that it was like from a truck driver and, and all of that. Yeah. And at this point, she also tells Ollie that she's sick. Mm-hmm. You know, and kind of doesn't fully go into detail exactly about everything. But he's based, she's basically like, he's like, are you dying? She's like, I, not yet. Not yet. Essentially. Um, but at this point, he tells her that she's beautiful, which every girl just wants to hear. Literally. <laughs> every girl. Um, but the one thing I wish they would have brought up is what, during one of their first conversations in the book, he... He, you know, he asks, he's like, what's your name? And she's like, Madeline. And he's like, do you have a nickname? She's like, no. He's like, well, I'm going to give you one. Yeah. Because I love it when couples have, like, specific nicknames for yeah. for them. I go opposite. <laughs> Ronaldo or Ray's real name is Ronaldo. How could you not use that as his pet name, though? I use so it. Perfect. I say Ronaldo all <laughs> yeah. the time. It's Everything is Ronaldo. So I go opposite with it. And he it. calls you your last name, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which hopefully won't be my last name for much longer. But, you know. Time's we, a ticket, Ray. Tick, we digress. <laughs> um, but yeah, I wish they would have put that in the movie because I thought it was a really cute moment mm-hmm. in the book. Um, but 
Carla is not buying it. She's very suspicious. Uh, <laughs> That's because Carla is a very smart woman. <laughs> yeah, she basically like not traps Maddie, but she kind of plays this trick on her where she gets Maddie to tell her about it because she's like, yeah, I already knew about it. But right. I was just waiting for you to tell me. She's not a very good secret keeper. No, no. Um, but at that point, Maddie asks, you know, can he come visit? And she's like, just for a half hour, he'll sit across the room. And Carla's like, no, like, absolutely not. No. But at this point, this is when Rosa, Carla's daughter, comes over um, for no apparent reason. Right. It basically, it's for Maddie to tell her about Ollie. Yeah. And then she's, like, leaving. Yeah, and she doesn't even see Ollie, right? No. <laughs> so bizarre. Um, but so and something new that, that gets brought into the movie is because of this sunroom is on the bottom floor which mm-hmm. is also her workspace has this big giant window and ollie actually comes to that window when maddie's there and right. kind of you know they put their hands on they're the, essentially yeah. yeah they're essentially one gl- glass away from each other yeah. <laughs> and he's so close to her that he connects his speaker or his phone to her speaker inside the room and genius plays, yeah <laughs> and then he puts his hand on the glass and they have this cute little moment. Yeah. So it doesn't happen in the book, but I, I thought it was cute that they added that mm-hmm. to the movie. At this point, Maddie uh, gets a credit card because she's like, yeah, it's really easy. I'm like, yeah, unfortunately, unfortunately is. Yeah. Um, but she ends up buying a bunch Technically, of... Technically, she is 18. She is 18. So. It's fine. Um, she ends up buying new clothes and because all she has is white clothes. Mm-hmm. Um so she's like tries some different colors. She wants to look good for her boy for across, her the, across the way. Uh, but at one point she's wearing this like blue sweater and her mom is like, oh, that's nice. Like, where did that come from? And she lies to her mom and is like, oh, Carla gave it to yeah. me. And that was one thing that didn't really resonate a whole lot in the movie for me was about the relationship between her and her mom and how it changes mm-hmm. once she starts talking to Ollie. Yeah, she she essentially all her life has had such a close relationship with her mom because that's really who all she has in this world. Um, but once she starts talking to Ollie, she finds it a lot easier to just start lying to her mom and like keeping things from her. So you see that kind of relationship start to separate and it's normal for, you know, a normal teenager to, to drift from their parents. But in this scenario, it's like heightened because this is, they have, they're the only people that they have. So it's like really interesting, but yeah, they really didn't dive into that too much into the movie. I mean, for time's sake, they probably just didn't yeah. <laughs> have the time to do it. Right. But I do think it's an important part of the storyline. Yeah. Especially how the how the way the story ends, yeah. you know. So, uh, but it, now Carla, like the saint she is, <laughs> she's like, she comes in to Maddie's room and is like, all right, you can't touch half hour only. And Maddie's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> she's like, Ollie's here. And I would, I would like panic. I'd be like, oh my. And then like, I'm not ready. I know. I did. I did love how Carla was like. So it's like that what you're going to wear because in the book she doesn't she hasn't even bought those new clothes right. yet at this point. So um but she does put on different clothes in the movie and she walks into the sunroom where Ollie's waiting for her. Um but it, I thought it was funny because we talked about how in the book he's this like parkour mm-hmm. kid um, and in the book when she walks in he's like up on the walls <laughs> and I'm like I just couldn't visualize it. Yeah. I'm like what do you mean he's on the wall? Like <laughs> he probably found some sort of like I don't know beam or something yeah so i was okay that like he was just standing there (laughs) when she got in he was just standing there um but you can tell that they're both really really nervous um but i love how like my favorite part is when people like call out emotions when i'm like okay like you look really nervous i look really Mm -hmm. nervous and then it like helps yeah you know or like this is awkward like you're awkward (laughs) we're all awkward you know um but he asked her like you know if you could go anywhere where would you want to go and she said that she she would go to the ocean. Like that's where she really wants to go. And then he takes it into a really dark turn and he's like, well, yeah, but the ocean's like murderous <laughs> and you can't swim. So right. she's like, okay, well that took a dark turn. Um, but we do see that he has this like black rubber band on his, on his wrist that he like snaps. It, they talk about it a little bit more in the book. Uh, but at one point this first time when they're meeting, he flings it across the room. And doesn't go pick it up. Right. <laughs> Which then becomes problematic later. Um, but this is the point we were talking about. She's like, he's like, well, like, what else is about you? And she's like, well, I can do handstands. I'm like, no, you can't. <laughs> no, you can't. It's like a whole chapter in the book about how she can't do handstands. Well, and it's a big, it's a big point because, so she's like, 
she's all about wanting to do things that she's never mm-hmm. done before. And he, she knows that he's all parkour man. Yeah. So she's like, I want you to teach me how to do it. So he, from across the room, like kind of coaches her into doing it, basically doing it up against a wall to learn. So after she does it, she gets like, she's like, okay, I want to do it again or whatever. Well, she loses her balance and he actually runs over yeah, and grabs her right. by the ankles, which they're not supposed to touch. Mm-hmm. So it's like a big deal that like, oh, crap, like, yeah. we're not touching. And then it becomes like, okay, well, now we've touched and we can't get enough of each yeah. other. Yeah, <laughs> which I wish they would have had, but I'm, I'm really thinking Nick Robinson is just a big klutz. <laughs> <laughs> like, they couldn't even give him the handstand moment. <laughs> like, I'm convinced that's what it yeah. is. Um, but at this point, Maddie is just smitten. Like, smitten kitten. <laughs> uh, and now it's the 4th of July, which this part we don't get in the mm-hmm. book. It's 4th of July. Her mom is working Carla has the night off, so she invites Ollie to come over, which, again, does not happen in the book. And he comes over, and this is the point where she's like, yeah, I think we should just be friends. And he's like, yeah, no. <laughs> it's not <laughs> like, going to happen. And he just, like, keeps flirting with her. I think that conversation in the book doesn't happen on I Am. They're not in Probably. person. Probably. Yeah, yeah I They think have so. the same conversation, yeah. but it's They not do in meet a couple more times in person um, until, you know, they're right. found out. Yes. <laughs> At this point, Ollie does talk about how he wishes that he could move back to New York. Like, he really wants to. He doesn't want to live in Southern California. Yeah. Uh, but Maddie makes him want to stay, mm-hmm. which I thought was really cute. They also mentioned that he's in summer school, which I thought was interesting, considering they, they spent essentially all summer in the book talking to each other. Well, yeah. And we even get Ollie in school at some point in the right, book. Eventually. Because they, like, I am while he's at school right. and, and all that. But so... At that point, they end up kissing, and it's, like, the most perfect kiss. There's fireworks in the background, because it's the 4th of July. And I thought it was really cute when she's like, is it always like that? Because that's her first kiss, and he's like, no, it's never like that. That's adorable. I'm sure that's what boyfriend Ray thought the first time that we kissed. Yep. I'm sure. (laughs) Um, But but even though they kissed, and it was great, you can see that Ollie's very concerned that he might have just made her really sick, Mm -hmm. because, you know, they breathe the same breath and right. touched and whatnot. Yeah, he feels guilty because he's like, well, she's helpless. She doesn't know any better. I should be like the right. one doing the right thing. Uh, so the next scene we get, though, is we hear from inside Maddie's house. There's a bunch of commotion going on over at Ollie's and he's getting into this huge fight with his dad. He kind of swings at his dad. His dad punches him in the face and Maddie sees this and runs outside through the airlock gate. Um, her mom runs after her and basically drags her back in yeah. And she's like, what are you doing? Like That was intense. Even in the book, I was yeah. like, oh my God, what's going to happen? I know. <laughs> and at this point, her mom sits her down and is like, why would you do this for a stranger? And Maddie kind of makes this face and she's like, he's not a stranger, is he? So she ends up telling her mom all about Ollie. They had this really cute, like, mother-daughter moment. Like, you know, as a mom, like, as a soon-to-be stepmom, hopefully, like, Anytime, like, Aaliyah's like, can I tell you about a boy? I'm like, yes, tell me everything. Like, tell me everything now. And I'm sure, like, our moms were like that, too, to some extent. Um, But they have this really good moment between them two. And then her mom is just, like, knows she's lying through Mm -hmm. this whole conversation about how she has actually met Ollie in person before because her mom hands her that black rubber band that she found in the sunroom and says that she can never see her again, see him again. So sad. This also um, in this scene, they talk about a family photo that's on the nightstand Mm -hmm. of them in Hawaii. And her mom kind of goes into like, you know, like the fact that once they, her dad and her brother passed away, it was like really hard for her and stuff. So that kind of comes into play later too. And not only does she tell her that she can't see Ollie anymore, she also fires Carla for letting her for letting him come How over. How rude! Just awful. Uh, but we do see that Maddie is is sick at this point. Mm-hmm. Like she has a fever. She's not well. So we're like thinking, okay, like all, maybe Ollie did make her sick. That doesn't happen in the book. She does no. not get sick at this point in no. the book. Um. But yeah, I did. I, this is the point where I actually noticed that picture because mm. this is where she's in bed. And I was wondering the same thing. I'm like, are they going to talk about this yeah. picture? Because it is kind of a... It's a big deal yeah. in the book. 
So her mom ends up taking her phone away. She takes the internet away. So she can't text Ollie. She can't have any communication with him. And she also hires uh, nurse Janet, who's just awful. She's terrible. Yeah, she's not nice. She's very stern. Um, Can we talk about how, because they, at this point, since they don't have any mode of communication, he starts writing on like pieces of paper. I'm like, that's genius. In the book, he's writing full on sentences backwards on the the class. I'm like, (laughs) you couldn't have found paper in the book? Right. I know. Or dry erase. Right. (laughs) That seems a little bit more, like, environmentally friendly. And so, again, Maddie's really mad at her mom, but she's trying to talk to her about Ollie. And and her mom goes, you know, Ollie isn't yours. Like, eventually he's going to meet somebody else and... And he's going to be her Ollie. And I was like, oh, mom. That's harsh, man. Mom, that's really like soul crushing. But like also she's just trying to be real with her daughter. I get it. But like the girl doesn't have anything in her life. Just let her have it, you know. And she actually at this point, Maddie imagines Ollie with this other girl Mm -hmm. in his truck. In the book, we actually see him with another girl. Yeah. There's a girl that like comes to their house um, and like they go upstairs. And then once she leaves, he I think on the... Wall, or on the glass or something writes like lab partner or yeah. something like that and and like it clicks and she's like i'm not jealous yeah like, please <laughs> totally jealous <laughs> totally jealous uh something that they add this next scene is added and she goes downstairs to the sunroom and ollie has put pictures of the ocean all over the glass window in yeah. the sunroom which i thought was so cute i know this whole glass window edition was, was great perfect was so great i think it just really drove home more of the like bubble boy effect mm-hmm. kind of than just like girl trapped in a house yeah. in the window type thing at this point after you know the ocean pictures like maddie's like this guy i need this guy yeah like we all need this guy. we all need this guy right <laughs> and so she decides that she's going to leave and she writes her mom this big note telling her that she's leaving question for you mm-hmm. in the book when you read the note or when she was mm-hmm. writing it did you feel like it was like Almost like a suicide note. Absolutely. Okay. She's like, I don't think I'm coming back. Okay. That's what I thought too. Cause I was like, what's ha-? like, I thought maybe she was thinking, okay, I'm going to have this hurrah with him. Mm-hmm. And if it kills me, it kills me. And like, that's oh, essentially her suicide. Okay. I'm glad I wasn't the only one. Yeah, no, for sure. It was a little bit lighter, I think mm-hmm. in the movie. Yeah, for sure. Um, but we all know that they tiptoe around that subject quite mm-hmm. a bit in, in movies and shows. Um, so, but after leaving the note, Maddie does leave the house in her fabulous white Birkenstocks. I knew you were going to say something about that. <laughs> Look, I, I love my Birkenstocks. Right. But if you're traveling to God knows where, those don't seem like very sensible shoes. Okay. Is she going to know that? She hasn't traveled anywhere. She doesn't even wear shoes half the time. All right. Bye. But anyways, she, in the book, she actually leaves in like the middle of the night. Yeah. Like it's dark outside. Like her mom is sleeping like... The birds are chirping when she leaves. Well, it's important to note because after the whole, like, no, I don't think it's then. I don't know how she leaves then during the day because shouldn't Carla be there? It was like, it seemed like it was very early in the morning. So like when her mom was still asleep? And Carla's not that. You mean Nurse Janet. (laughs) Oh, right. Nurse Janet. Like, I think her mom is supposed to be still, because her mom wakes up, remember, and goes into her room and is like, That's right. That's right. Okay. Uh, But she goes over to Ollie's house. She texts him. She's like get up like we're leaving and she tells him you know she's not sick anymore that she's been on this gene therapy in the book she tells him something different she says she bought some pills online that <laughs> from, app- canada, from canada that apparently um for a few days will make her symptoms and her like immunodeficiency situation yeah. better and he believes her i'm like yeah you're not smart he's an, eight year- <laughs> he's an 18 year old boy <laughs> Who, who loves a girl? He's going to believe whatever That's she true. wants. That's uh, true. But yeah, I mean, she tells me she's not sick anymore, and but she needs to make sure. She wants to test it. And she's like, I bought two plane tickets to Hawaii. Like, let's go. And he's like, what's wrong with Southern California? Like, can we just go to the beach here? And she's like, no, it's got to be Hawaii. Yeah. Which, again, Hawaii becomes important because that was where, like, her her family had, like, their one and only family vacation. Right. Um, but we see that her mom finds the note when she wakes up and she's, like, freaking out. One thing they did not include in the movie is they make one stop before they go to the airport. That's in the right. Book. They meet or they go to Carla's house, um, which I thought was interesting that they left out. Um, well, I guess she doesn't really come into play in terms of her mom finding out. Right. Carla's not the one that tells her. No, no. But they go and see her. Um, I think this is where she gives her the book. 
Yeah. And she like says goodbye to her and um And she gets to meet Ollie. Yeah. Like she or she sees Ollie again yeah. and I don't know. I thought it's it was kind sweet. of a, I thought it was kind of a cute moment. We actually don't in the book, do we even find out how her mom knows that it's Hawaii? I think she just probably goes on on her on the website. I would assume so. Well uh maybe not. Let's keep going because I think there might be one spot where okay. he, she might uh know. so but they get to Hawaii and when they're getting off the plane, Ollie's like Please don't die. Yeah. <laughs> like, please don't die. Uh, but they get off the plane and they get, uh, you know, someone puts a lay around their necks, which again, happens differently. And we miss the whole, you know, baggage carousel conversation. I know. How sad. Because in the book, he has to like convince someone to come over and give Maddie a lay. And then he- They're pretty ha- stingy with those lays, I will say, in Hawaii. I don't know. I've only been to Hawaii like twice. And like, they're not real. Not when you first get off the plane. Yeah. I stayed at the Disneyland Olani resort and they give you well, yeah. lays right when you come in. Are they real? Yeah. Uh, they're real. They're that's because Disney flowers. has can afford to give real lays. With a hint of Disney. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I was kind of sad we didn't get this whole baggage carousel yeah. life analogy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that Ollie gave, gave us in the book. Um, they end up renting a Jeep. Uh, which I thought was very interesting because neither of them are old enough to rent a car. You have to be 25 years old to rent a car. True. And which neither of them are. So Mm -hmm. I was like, "Hmm." maybe Hawaii has different rules. That's not accurate. (laughs) Enterprise is 25. (laughs) (laughs) Um, One thing, another thing they left out is when they check into the hotel in Hawaii, they think they're on their honeymoon. We don't, we don't get that scene in the movie, which I thought was great. Any, anytime you can convince hotel staff or any kind of staff Mm -hmm. that you're on a honeymoon, it is ideal because they just give you stuff for free. Yeah. In the book, they did not. They gave them a very small room. <laughs> the room is actually pretty beautiful that they get in the movie. Mm. In the book, they kind of peg it as like, it's this really tiny room because Maddie doesn't know what she's doing. She was right. booking hotel rooms. Um, there's no Murphy bed in the, yeah. in the hotel room, which they, which they described in the book. It's just like a nice, beautiful, like a queen size. <laughs> right. Uh, but now we're back at home and Maddie's mom actually runs into Kara, Ollie's sister. And before they left, Ollie had texted or called his sister and was like, Hey, I'll be back in a few days. Don't tell anyone where we're going. So when Kara, you know, gets confronted by Maddie's mom, she's like, I don't know where they are. Like, yeah. I just know they're not here. Um, I don't remember that in the book. It didn't happen in the book. No. No. What I'm trying to remember. So when they're in Hawaii, they, in the book, they actually meet up with Ollie's friend. Mm-hmm. I forget his name. Kevin. Kevin. <laughs> I think. Great name. <laughs> um, and they meet up with him and they're like chatting and stuff. And then there's a scene where um, Ollie asks Kevin, hey, can I borrow your phone really quick? Mm-hmm. And like goes through his emails and her mom has been emailing him like, I know like you guys are gone. Where are you? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, I yeah. wonder if at some point he either said something or maybe like she, she figured it out it that something. way. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, because we don't get that scene at all where he goes yeah. to visit his friend. No, not at all. And and in that series of emails, her mom says, I know where you are and I'm coming. Yeah. So she then is like, oh my God, this is the last day I'm actually going to get to spend with him. I might as well make you know the best of it, all this stuff. Yeah. So we don't get that at all. Yeah, we don't even get the point where her mom is like, I'm on my way. Right. Like there's never that yeah. moment. Uh, but in Hawaii, they go to like the general store and Maddie ends up trying on a swimsuit for the very first time. And she shows Ollie and just has this like, I mean, she's very... Um, She's not missing anything up top. She's well endowed. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, but this scene actually happens in the book in their in their hotel room. Mm-hmm. Like she has already bought this this swimsuit, and she's very self conscious about yeah. wearing said swimsuit. Yeah. So, but it's very cute. And she's he she's like he's like the swimsuit. She's like it's small, <laughs> <laughs> but she does end up buying that swimsuit, and they end up going to the ocean. They go snorkeling. They get to see the um, the Hawaiian state fish that she really wanted to. Can you, can you say it? No, I can't. Maybe that should have been your favorite word. Hana <laughs> pana. I don't know. Yeah, it's like it. it's like thirty letters. <laughs> um, but they also go cliff diving, um, which just looks terrifying. Mm, mm-hmm. I don't think I'd ever want to do that. No. I'm not a huge open water fan. Oh, I like it. It kind of scares me. I think as long as I know that like it's deep where I'm diving, yeah. I'm fine. It's not really diving. You're literally just jumping, jumping. off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I'm, I'm kind of sad that they kind of um, 
like made this scene much more like you know quick because mm-hmm. in the book like they get up there and she has like this existential crisis of like I don't want to do this right. what if I die what if I drown blah 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 yeah. and he's like I'll go down there first I'll be there ready to catch you like it's okay yeah. and then you get this inner dialogue of when she jumps how she feels the fact that it takes a lot longer to get to the top yeah. than you realize so I've, I'm sad that we missed all of that uh, but they did have some very wonderful moments in the ocean yes like every girl dream of frolicking in the ocean with their boyfriend definitely i mean when he's like carrying her around i'm like that is adorable (laughs) so cute uh but ollie talks a little bit more while they're on this trip and they're on the beach about his parents and kind of talks about how you know his mom refuses to leave and you know even though they know his dad is awful like she doesn't want to leave and in the mom's excuses you know love makes you do crazy things and and Maddie's like, yeah, I believe that too. Like, look at me, I'm in Hawaii. And he's like, okay, does that mean you love me then? <laughs> um, but this is where Ollie actually tells her for the first time that he loves her. And then she ends up saying, like, I've loved you before I even knew before I even knew you. That's and so I was like, cute. Oh, so cute. <laughs> um, so they go back to the hotel room, and I mean, they do it very. It's very surface level, but yeah. it. it I don't know if I saw if I saw this scene without reading the book, if I would have known that they actually end up sleeping sex, together. Yeah. Um, it's very, not very descriptive, but it's much more descriptive in the book. Like, okay, they definitely had sex in the book. Well, yeah, but like you can't, I mean, it's a PG-13 movie. I like, know. What are they going to do? I know, but like. <laughs> I think it was pretty much implied. I mean, sure. I'm a little bummed that, so in the book, they have a full-blown conversation when he's like, I don't, I like, I have to go get a condom. And she's yeah. like, oh, don't worry. Like, I was at the general store and I already bought yeah. some. I was prepared. Like, she already had a feeling she yeah. wanted to do this. Um, I'm kind of sad that they didn't mention it because it's like, you know, let's talk about safe sex people like let's make sure we promote that but it's fine (laughs) what i thought was kind of funny which they don't really talk about in the movie as much is yes maddie has never been outside of you know the house before but she's not as naive as you think that someone would be and i think it's because she watches so many movies Mm -hmm. and reads so many books that she kind of understands right to an extent how life is like you're 18 you're probably you know and you have a boyfriend you're probably gonna sleep with that type thing so um especially when they look like ben (sighs) nick nick dang it (laughs) nick robin ben yeah okay (laughs) nick listen i'm not good with white boy names (laughs) Uh, it's fine it's fine um but she ends up waking up the next morning after um after they slept together and she she's wearing a shirt which is really cute and but she can't breathe all of a sudden she starts feeling really really sick and she basically passes out and she gets rushed rushed to the hospital and i love this in the book in the book there's two black pages just Mm -hmm. your copy of that and it just literally says my heart stopped and then on the other side of the black page it says and then it started again and i love that i did too i thought that was so cool it was cool because you like normally when those things happen in books it's like part one part two whatever it's the only black page in the entire book so it really stands out (laughs) my book has movie scene photos in it wow (laughs) (laughs) but do you have the like original illustrations by her husband yeah, those are all in there. Just not the cover. Well, it's a little thing on the cover. Uh-huh. Excuse you. I'm the one that found that book at the Goodwill for you. So <laughs> shut your mouth. <laughs> because I'm, I'm a snob when it comes yeah, to books. <laughs> I, I took the cover with the film on it. With Nick on it. Thank you very much. <laughs> not Ben? <laughs> not Ben. No. Um, but she ends up, you know, we kind of see that she's in a hospital room. We don't can't really see a whole lot. You see that Ollie's by her side. But then when she fully wakes up, she's back at home mm-hmm. and she's very, she's very sick. She has like an IV in her bed. Um, and then the next thing we see is like, she starts breaking it off with Ollie. They actually are in this like library. It's They're texting or they're mm-hmm. IMing, but they end up have we see the conversation, this like library model that she's made. And she's like, my life or things are not better when our, we're together in each other's life, he's like, well, my life's better. And she's like, yeah, mine's not. Yeah. You know, and it's just like gut wrenching. And I mean, he's like heartbroken. Well, but like, I don't know. That takes a lot for her to be able to just say, you know what? Like, this is not good for me. Yeah. I need to separate. Well, and, I, and I, my thing is that like, I don't know if she fully thinks that it's not good for her. I think she just realizes like, 
she can't do any like she can't give him any more. Like well, she's she scared. Feels, yeah. I mean, I would be too. Yeah. So she ends up breaking it off with him, kind of, sort of, but still very much loves him. And and so Ollie emails her, and then she kind of just keeps deleting his emails. There's a lot more emails in the book mm-hmm. that he sends. Really, we only see one in he the He sends limericks. Yes. <laughs> um but now we see that Ollie and his mom and his sister are packing up to leave. It's like almost, it's basically the middle of the night. And so she's like, okay, maybe I should have read that email that mm-hmm. I deleted. So she reads the email and he tells her that they're moving back to New York. Um, in the book, I don't even think we find out. I don't even, we don't find out that he's leaving for New York. He doesn't tell he her no, that. He no, he just leaves. They yeah. just leave. She yeah. doesn't even have any communication right. for him. Uh, or with him. And so anyways, they, Ollie and his sister and mom end up driving away. And it's so like kind of gut wrenching of being like thinking of her being like, is this really it? You know, like, is that the last time I'm going to see him? And her life goes back to this like really boring life. Mm -hmm. And her mom at this point decides that she's not going to hire another nurse. Yeah. Which I thought was interesting because in mm-hmm. the book, she brings Carla back. Right. Um, she's just like, you've learned your lesson. Like, you won't do this again. So yeah. I'm just not going to give you a nurse, which I thought was interesting. So her life kind of goes back to where it was before she met Ollie until she gets a phone call from Dr. Francis, who was her doctor in Hawaii. In the book, she gets an email from, from Dr. Francis. Yes. Anyways, Dr. Francis is like, look, I don't think you have skid. Like, I don't, I'm looking at your paperwork here and, and your labs. And I think this is what I think your immune system is not good. So you got this infection Mm -hmm. from something while you were in Hawaii. And that's what caused you to be in the hospital. Did you see this coming? So it's funny. So before, um, before she has her uh, incident in Hawaii, Mm -hmm. I was like, you know what? I bet you this is the plot twist because mm-hmm. I kept thinking about, I don't know if you saw the Hulu series, The Act. Um, it's very similar in the sense that the mom basically convinces the daughter that she's sick mm. so she can keep her close to her. Um, and so I was like, maybe that's what like this is. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, well, it's a YA, so maybe not. And like yeah. she just dies at the end or something, right? Yeah. And then, I was convinced she was going to die. Yeah. No, yeah, for sure. And then she after that, when she had her incident, I was like, oh, yeah, definitely. Like she's yeah. sick, clearly. And then when she got the, e- uh, the email, I was like, oh, my that's God. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> yeah. I didn't see it coming. I just thought she was going to – I thought this is going to make me cry. Yeah. She's going to die. But that's not the case because she ends up going through her mom's office. Because in the book, we – we get more inner dialogue about how her mom keeps literally every single piece of paperwork Mm -hmm. ever. And so she wants to try to find the paperwork where her diagnosis is to show her all the labs, to see exactly what the doctor saw that caused them to give her this diagnosis. And she can't find it anywhere. She basically has the last thing is what she, when she was like three years old, she had gotten really sick or three months old. Mm-hmm. She got really sick. She was in the hospital and that's the, that's where it ends. Right. Like there's no other paperwork from any other doctor than that. So she ends up confronting her mom about being sick and her mom's like, yeah, the doctors are wrong. Like you have a really, really rare form that no one really would know except for me. And she ends up you know, asking her mom, like, where are these papers? Like, show me these papers. And her mom's like, well, they're here somewhere. Like you took, like you must have taken them. And like, you can see in her mom, like her mom fully believes in her head that Maddie Mm -hmm. took the, like they're there somewhere. They're showing them. Um, One thing that I thought, like right off the bat, Maddie's not buying any of this in the Mm -hmm. movie. In the book, I, you, Maddie is still like, oh yeah, no, this doctor in Hawaii is not, doesn't know what she's talking about. Well, and rightfully so. I mean, it's your mom. Like right. you've had this close relationship with your mom for 18 years. Of course, you're going to instinctively want to believe her. Right. And so she does when she shows her the initial email and her mom says that she's like, yeah, you're, you're right. Like I got my hopes up and like, it's okay. Yeah. And then as she keeps thinking about it, she's like, wait a minute, that doesn't feel right. Like yeah. it doesn't sit right with me. And that's when she, well, and she even goes to like Carla to like, you know, she, yeah. cause at that point, you know, like you said in the book, Carla's back. So Carla's like, yeah, like maybe we should like, I, it doesn't Carla even take these, mm-hmm. the stuff to a different doctor. Yeah. And the doctors are like, yeah, they do a blood test on her just yeah. to see. Yeah. So anyway, so in the movie, they kind of just fast track that Maddie doesn't believe it for a second that, doesn't believe her mom for a second anymore. She ends up running outside and 
you know, she's like, am I even sick? And her mom just basically is like, I couldn't lose you. Like, I cannot, I could not lose you. Anything out here could kill you. Mm -hmm. And that's when she realizes like, oh my God, I've been stuck in this house for almost 18 years and I am not sick. My mom has made this entire thing up. So Maddie runs away Mm -hmm. at this point. She ends up calling Carla. Carla ends up picking her up, which does not happen in the book because Carla's back in the book. Right. I, I guess this is as good, a time, as good as time as any. In the book, we really get into, like, the nitty-gritty of, like, what her mom is going through and mm-hmm. why she acted the way she did. So when her husband and her son passed away in the car accident, that completely wrecked her. So at that point, she's like, okay, well, this daughter is all I have left in this world. Mm-hmm. I need to protect her. And it, it was much more of a mental situation where she – that's, like, she convinced herself that this is what she needed to do. So yeah. even if she wasn't necessarily sick, that sickness that she had when mm-hmm. she was three months old prompted her to be like, okay, well, if this could happen to her what else could happen to her yeah. i can't lose her so then it's it's much more deep-seated yeah, than we get in the she movie she basically had like a psychotic yeah. breakdown after like anyone probably would right. in that instance um we the only thing we really get is at some point her mom brings like a bag of clothes to carla's mm-hmm. for maddie and they kind of sit down and she's just like yeah i couldn't it very briefly was like i yeah. couldn't lose you after your dad and your brother but that's about it she does go to the doctors with maddie to and ha- they have the doctor, you know, show her mom, like, look, she does not have this. Right. Like, this is not, this is not, she does not have skid. However, because she's been in the house for 18 years, she has the immune system of an infant. Right. You know, she has not had those illnesses or sicknesses that that kids need to go through in order she hasn't her body hasn't built up like defenses yeah. against like crap in the yeah. world. Well, and you know. They always say, like, the sicker the kid, the healthier the adult. Mm -hmm. Like, and I think I fully believe that, you know? So they don't really talk about that too much more than that in the movie. In the book, the doctor that they go to see, he's like, all right, you gotta be, you still have to be very careful because literally anything can, can, can still kill you because your immune system is so bad. And she doesn't listen. No, she doesn't, (laughs) of course not. But then it doesn't end up mattering anyway. So at this point, again, it gets pretty much fast-tracked in the movie, but Maddie ends up getting on a plane. In the book, she kind of like, she's with her mom for quite a while in Mm -hmm. the book after Well, because Carla begs her. She says, like, she's still your mom. Like, be, you know, mindful of that and, like, be respectful of that, respectful of that. Um, And then eventually, well, and and in the book, she, she... drafts all these emails to Ollie mm-hmm. that she never sends. And she's like unsure about how to kind of like make contact with him again. Yeah. So, and so this happens in the book and the movie, she ends up getting on a plane to go to New York. Um, again, in the book though, I'm like, how does she, she, we don't know that Ollie's in New York. I have no idea. She must've figured it out somehow. I don't know. <laughs> There's no mention of New York in the book yeah. at all. Like that, that's where Ollie came from. But then she's like automatically. Yeah. I thought that was one thing yeah. in the book. I was like, that would have been easy enough to fix that hole, and I, I don't know. know why they didn't. Maybe she just looked on social media. Maybe. <laughs> Who knows? But so anyways, Maddie's on a plane, and she actually texts Ollie, you know, from the plane and is like, um, I'll be at the old bookshop at 10 a.m., and she goes, I'll understand if you don't come. In the book, it's different. Ugh, this... I was up really until this, Up until this point, this movie has literally been perfection. I know. And I was so sad that they did this. So I in know. the book... Um, this the, throughout the whole book, we taught we we learned that um, Maddie's favorite book is The Little Prince, and you know she does these like fast uh, re- reviews, reviews and things like that, whatever. But in her copy of The um, Little Prince, at the beginning, we learned that she writes on the on the book like if found, return to Maddie, and you'll get certain things. It's like yeah. a day with Maddie and this and a, mm-hmm. this this and that, and like the very final one is like you get me, you get Maddie, Madeline. So at the end of the book, um, she sends a cryptic email to mm-hmm. Ollie and is like, um, wh- by the time you read this, you... You will have forgiven you me. You will have forgiven me, yes. And what she does is essentially she, I'm assuming, sends this book to uh, this bookshop. Oh, no, she takes she, it with yeah. her. She takes it with her and she places it. But she sends him through um, like a scavenger hunt almost to find it mm-hmm. and leads him to where the book is. She's not in the view yet. So he finds the book, he opens it up, and it's 
the part where it says me, Maddie, is mm-hmm. circled. Mm-hmm. So basically, it's like, if you find this, you get me. Yeah. And then she walks out. Yeah. And I'm like, oh well, my it's God. It's all your bookstore <laughs> romance fantasies come Literally. True. <laughs> yeah, it was so, and I was so mad. I don't yeah. know why they changed it because, yeah, she just texts him and goes, there's a present for you at the, at the or yeah. a surprise for you. Because in the movie, she's like, I will be there. I'll understand if you don't come. And then she gets to the bookstore in the movie and he's there. Obviously we know he's going to be there. And then he's like, he asks, you know, should you even be here? And she goes, probably not. And I'm like, why? It was such a weird (laughs) comment. And then they're like, let's pretend this is the first day we've ever met. And then they kiss and then they're running down the street together. I was like, (laughs) What? I was yeah. like, the book ended so beautifully. I know. And I'm like, what was that? I know. Like, I was so sad. <laughs> this is why I know you're going to love Dash and Lily when uh-huh. we get to it, because it's all surrounded by this fantasy bookstore yes. scavenger hunt. Give you're me all of that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's how the story ends. Um, so disappointed that the movie. <laughs> I know. Not that it was a bad ending, but no. But it would have been so much more like meaningful and like adorable if they just kept it. I guess maybe because they didn't really touch on the little prince throughout the movie, but I feel like they could have. But even take out the little prince part of it. Yeah, like it still could have been her in the bookstore and he walks in and she's standing there. That would have made oh, like he, he she didn't give him a heads up type thing. Well, no, like she still could have said, like text and be like, hey, there's going to be a surprise for you oh, at the bookstore. Oh, and she's the and surprise. she's the surprise. Like, yeah. That would have been fine. Yeah. I don't know. But anyway, so when we talk about does the, did the movie stay true to the book? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I was decided which one I liked better, the book or the movie, until the end. <laughs> We, did, did we have the same same situation just Probably. happen? Probably. <laughs> I mean, you can go ahead and go so first. So I wrote down movie. Mm-hmm. But now like having like yeah. talked through it, I, I don't know. know. This is probably one of the harder ones for me to decide. Because, because of Nick Robinson. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, I no, really I, hope he listens to this. Can we just, and when we post, let's just keep tagging him. And hope that he, and hopes that he listens. listens to yeah, him. I mean, why not? Um, well, except that I called him Ben, but that's it's fine. fine. Um, so, I don't know. I don't know. I think both are really great. Um, I think I'm still going to have to go with the movie. Yeah. I just really loved their chemistry. Like, yeah. this book essentially was brought to life. It like, was. Even to the finer detail of bringing the astronaut to life. Yeah. Like, that's super cool. So, like, we'll just, like, ignore the ending. And I'll have to pick the movie. Okay. I'm going to do the same as you. I'm going to go with the movie because you just talked me back into it. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't. I feel like I'm going to, like, I'm going to, like, really disappoint Nick when he listens to this. But right. I don't choose the movie. Right. So, Nick, this is for you. I'm choosing the movie. Yeah. all right that's it for this one make sure to hit subscribe on your podcast app if you're listening on apple Podcasts, go ahead and give us a rating and leave us a review you can follow us on instagram twitter and facebook at the boovie girls you can also email us at the girls at gmail.com nick if you feel like emailing us go for it or my personal email (laughs) (laughs) and like we said earlier we are on patreon um we have a couple levels for you we have our rom-com level that gets you our episodes 24 hours ahead you also get access to our karen reviews and then we have our drama level which gets you everything I already mentioned. You also get a sticker for joining. You get a shout out in a future episode and you also get access to our bonus content. All you have to do to become a patron is go to patreon.com forward slash the booby girls. Next up, we are going back to our psychological thriller mysteries (laughs) with Woman in the Window, which is a new movie that just came out on Netflix. Yes. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Um, The author is a little problematic. We'll talk about it in the episode, but um, there's, there's some controversy around this book so when i just saw that what's her name is in it is it is it the redheaded girl amy adams yes amy adams so which i usually like so we'll see yeah (laughs) all right thanks for listening and remember don't judge a book by its movie bye